With the Capital One Quicksilver card, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. It's easy. That's just the way I like it. Quicksilver card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. Capital I One like Bank, it, USANA. Uh-huh. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Good night. Good night. Welcome back to another show. Don't let them burn. This is Chris. And Rory, how are you doing? And tonight we're going to be bringing you a, a lot of different stories from what's been going on this week and in different in entertainment in the world. And it's just going to be an interesting program. We're going to reveal some things to you. So, Rory, what we got? Well, um, for this evening's show, we're just going to sort of do some current events. And we're going to look at a few scriptures to see um, what's going on out there in the world, sort of like a temperature gauge, just to use the Word of God to see exactly where we are at um, with scripture. And so we're going to be going just around, um, looking at different topics, and just showing you through scripture where we're at that you will see that the time is very short. Amen. So tonight's topic is current events and the state of decay. So what is the state of decay? Well, um, the question I would like to ask everyone is, do you think there is an agenda today? Do you think there is a a hidden agenda in our world today? Um, Could it be... um, there, there are various things that are going on in our world today. And I just want for us to to be cognizant of the fact of what's going on in the world. And we're going to look at, again, I said, Scripture and see what's, where we're at. So do we, where do we start here? Well, let's go ahead and, and, and let's see what's going on. What's going on in our world today? What, what's happening? Is, is there, a, is there a, a hidden agenda? I notice well one of the things that that I've noticed is that in the world today is there are there are a, a lot of these uh, a lot of movies that are coming out with with characters that are coming out. Indeed, we got, we we have a, a couple of uh, clips to share with you guys. Um, just elaborate on, on that just a little bit more. Well, what it is we are we're talking about tonight? We're going to look at the the homosexual agenda. In movies, and you know, um, hey, and I'm gonna say this: I'm not against anybody. I am not against anyone, and people might be shocked when I say I'm not. I'm not against anyone. I would treat each person 
with respect and with dignity, because that's what I'm called to do as a Christian. However, there are things that the Bible says that we shouldn't do. And it's not only about homosexual sin. It's about any sin. Any sin. So if there's anything that is sinful in nature, we should not, as a Christian, we should not be a part of it. And that includes lying, murdering, stealing. stealing of course. You know, any illicit sex. Yes. You know, um, fornication, adultery, um, anything. It's, it's, it, you know, idolatry. You know, the Bible says that we're all born evil. Well, born with a sin nature. We're we're, we're all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Indeed. So, but by the blood of Jesus Christ, we've been saved. And we have been called out of that darkness into his marvelous light. So we're gonna we're gonna look at some some passages of scripture. And before we go on, you know, there's one particular scripture I would like to just just for us to go over really quickly as we get started. Okay? Romans one, eighteen to thirty. Romans one, eighteen to thirty. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all and all unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it unto them for the invisible things him from creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are whoops, so that they are without excuse because that they know God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful because but be, became vain in their imaginations. Sorry about that. They became vain in their imaginations and were foolish heart, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made to a corruptible man, and to birds and to four-footed beasts, creeping things. Wherefore, God has gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the, cre- the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into, which, into that which is against nature, and likewise, also men, leaving the natural use of women, burned in their lust one towards another. Men with men, working um, which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves what, sorry, that recompense for their error, which was meant, and even as they did not like to retain God. Amen. Wow. Let me tell you, and that that's so, that's heavy. And you see, what we read in Scripture is that God is against all unrighteousness, all unrighteousness, all he comes to judge sin. And 
you know, that's just the, where it is, all unrighteousness. And so it shows that after a time that God says he turns them over unto a reprobate man. He turns them over. So they leave what's natural and go to what's unnatural. Leaving the natural course of nature, natural meaning, hey, listen, if I went out and bought a washing machine, and it was a Maytag washing machine, I would have to read the manufacturer's instructions, correct? Correct. And they would tell me how I should use the, um, the machine to do what needs to be done. But if I choose not to follow that, then I'm doing my own thing. And this is what God is saying in his word, is that, hey, we have to follow his natural course. A man and a woman create a child. They procreate. They can create children. That's the only way you have offspring. There's no other way. There's no other way that it can happen. Well, there are some other things that men are now trying, which we'll probably get into a little bit later on. But for that, that's the first scripture that we have. We have other scriptures, but we'll talk a little bit. So I know there's a lot of listeners that probably don't know what a reprobate mind is. Can you explain that? A reprobate mind. A reprobate mind is God has turned them over to, from going after what's natural or normal to going after things that are dark, reprobate. They're, they're perverse in their thoughts, in their thinking. They're gone. They've left the natural course of things and gone to the dark, to utter darkness, leaving what's seemingly natural, having the natural um, cravings for a woman or for a man for his wife. He's, no, no, no. They don't want that. They want to go over to doing things that are strange. So basically, God puts you over into your old thoughts, lets you just keep going that way, and there's no way back. Right. In no. essence. I mean, there's always hope for salvation, but your mind is now just gone exactly. on to that, whatever sin you're following or whatever it's, nature. It's not, it's not even you know. your mind. It's your heart. Your heart, yes. Sorry. So here we are with a clip from, uh, uh, there's a person out there called Wendy Williams, and she had a person named Monique on her show. I think it was Thursday night. This past Thursday night. And she's talking about executive producing a movie about a homosexual man. So what I'll, I'm going to do is play the clip and so that you can see where we're about to go. Um, can, you, can you tell me what we just saw? What, 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 I mean, t- tell me about this movie. It looks very deep. It is a movie about a young brother in the deep south in Mississippi okay. coming of age, mm-hmm. trying to come to terms with who he was made to be mm-hmm. and deal with his sexuality as a gay young man. Now, you produced this movie. You're also starring in it. Mm-hmm. How are you as a mom? Are you liberal? Are you gay yourself? Do mm-hmm. you have other children? Well, Sydney and I, my husband, we executive produced the movie. Okay. And in this movie, she's married okay. and separated from her husband, and she's a strict Christian woman. Oh. And she believes everything in that Bible, and she believes everything in that pulpit, and she's always been conditioned Mm-hmm. to believe to be gay. Mm-hmm. You've made the worst sin. Mm. You are condemned to hell. Mm. And she just can't seem to love her baby through his journey once she finds out. Interesting. So there you have it. And that's a movie. Wow. Is this like, why not go to any other religion? It has to be a Christian. It's just a blatant attack on Christianity. If you believe that book, if you believe what's coming out of the pulpit, you're wrong. You're, you're brainwashed. You're conditioned mm-hmm. to believe that this lifestyle is a sin. 
and all you want to do is you want to just live wholesome, live according to the Word of God, live according to what God's Word says. That's it. Very simple. You just want to, that's it. Why is it that that has to happen? Because you see, that's what's going on in our world today. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's not like those type of movies are new. They've been coming out for a while, but now it's just getting main, more mainstream. And it's not only just mainstream. It's it's going toward the targeted or audience. Mm-hmm. Young men. You heard in the clip it was a young a mother with a child. Mm-hmm. Young children. So, the, hey, listen, you don't have to be this way. You can do that, or you don't have to listen to your parents. So you see... You, you 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 see they're portraying they have an image of what a Christian is, which more than likely it's not correct. And um from for whatever reason, they're just having to attack because they work for the enemy. That's the bottom line. Interesting. So now here's uh a a comic book that 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 is coming out that's coming out soon and it got leaked online. So it's revealing that there's an X Men member that is now a homosexual. Go ahead. I have to give him a backstory. Okay. So first, DC came out with Green Lantern, um, a, a new iteration of Green Lantern a few years ago. That he turns out he was gay, and then Marvel, this is they came out with another X Men. His name is North Star, but he was a part of the um, Alpha Flight. Then became an X Men. Then they introduced him as a gay character again. So here's the clip. Somebody explain them what's going on. Jimmy here with IGN News. Pages from all new X Men number 40 have leaked online as it was a launch, revealing one of the original team members is gay. Sorry about that. Gotta load this clip again. Wow. 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 Do you think it's, 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 um, they're focusing on middle age? Young men, no. These are comic book. These are what kids are going to see. 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids. This is what they're going for. Amazing. All right, so here we go again. Damon here with IGN News. Pages from all new X-Men number 40 have leaked online as it was a launch, revealing one of the original team members is gay. As you can imagine, spoilers for the issue follow, so if you'd rather wait and pick it up on Wednesday to see who it is, then stop watching now. The current story follows young versions of the original five X-Men who've been displaced in time. In tomorrow's issue, Jean Grey finally loses patience with Iceman's continued comments towards female members of the team and decides to pull him aside for a chat. What follows is a scene where Jean reveals she can read his mind, so there's no use denying that he's overcompensating for the fact he's gay. In the end, he admits it and even reveals he has a bit of a thing for one of his teammates. Confusingly, however, the pair go on to acknowledge that Bobby's older self isn't gay. This version of Iceman was brought from the past to the future by Beast to help save the X-Men. He's not from an alternate reality or anything. It is the Iceman, just younger, so it's unclear how he could be gay. His older self is confirmed as still being straight. But hey, comic book. For more on all, think comic. All right, there you go. So this is, a, this is not just a regular sidekick X-Men. This is our main character. So it's going to have a, a big impact. And the, when you read in some of the comments, you see that some people are like, why, why are they doing this? And other people are like, well, it's no big deal. It's just, you know, I, I don't even know why they're mentioning that he's gay. You know? So it, the, the, the um, conditioning it began a long time ago. But now 
it's time to condition us more. In the comic books, it's not. I don't even see the need for it. It's like, but they're all they're putting this into a a, a a thing of like, you know, well, back in the day we didn't have black characters, and so we got black characters, and now it's time to introduce something else, like it's a race thing. It's the same propaganda. No, it's as, well, you know, you know, again, listen, <laughs> when is when is someone's sexual preference the same as someone's skin color? And here's the thing that this is this this is uh, played through the media, up and down, back and forth. Listen. It, there's a total difference between a person of color compared to a person's sexual preference, you know. But and 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 I would say this: people don't even get that. And and you know, I've been to uh, um, I went a couple years ago, a few years ago, to the Southern Baptist Convention, and they had young men out there saying, "Hey, listen, no, you know, you have to." It's time for you guys as Christians to incorporate us into into Christianity. You know that's what he he was saying, and I I started to answer him, but the Lord would have me to. They had us to move, so we could not we could not. Um, I couldn't answer them. Yeah, so I mean, like like I'm going. You know, the the, the X Men comic book has always been about homosexuality or minorities in a sense. They they kind of like lump it all the same. That's the, and the X-Men mean they're not human. So don't even confuse it with being human anyway. But that's another story. So Brian Singer, the director of all the X-Men movies, except for um, uh, First Class, he, he, always, he said it was always a homosexual um, paradigm, if you call it, or, or um, allegory. So he purposely got homosexual actors like Ian McGregor, the Magneto, to play these parts, and he told them before the movie was made that this is what it is. So even here he says, this was always something very specific about the X-Men, which related to the LGBT community. You're born into a family or a neighborhood which you do not under, un, ident, uh, sorry, identify with, but an LGBT person is born into a world to use the example that X-Men uses like a mutant. And of course, the parents aren't mutants. The brothers and sisters um, might not be mutants, and they feel a unique kind of aloneness. And there's a scene in X-Men uh, 2 where um, they, one of the characters, they, they come out. It, it's a coming out scene. They call it a coming out scene. Even the director calls it this. And, it's, and you have the mutants around the parents, and he says like he's a mutant and whatever, and, and they kind of like it's like the parents like that's in a thing saying like that's strange, and one of the mutants like what do you mean that's strange, you know? It's a big coming out scene in the movie, but wow. you're not gonna see it like that because you're, you're concentrating on the mutant aspect. Wow, amazing, amazing. You know what? Uh, before we go on, there's another passage of scripture that I would like to to bring up because you're talking about we're talking about this homosexual agenda that's there. And um, everyone knows this. This is um, Genesis 19. And I'm going to be reading from the New International um, Version, which I really don't like. But I, I, it was up on this, so I'm going to use it. And I'll explain. Two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down his face to the ground. My lords, he said, 
please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered. We will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and enter his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, where are the men that came into you tonight? Bring them out to us so we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet the men and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you like to do with them. Don't do anything to these men for they have come under the protection of my roof. And they said, hey, get out of here. They replied, this fellow came here as a foreigner and now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than them. That's not even in the in, in the scripture. But anyway, we'll stop there. Um, the other thing is this that I would like to say is that in scripture, as you as you read in the New King James Version, you'll see that it's slightly different, where it says, yes, these two men came into the city, and these men wanted to go and lay with them. Well, most people say, well, you know what? That's that's homosexuality. That's that's what is so wrong. And I'm going to say no. That's not even the problem. The problem is the pride. The pride that these men have. The pride. They had so much pride. They were filled with pride. Hey, we want them. Bring them out. That We want to have our way with them. That's pride. The Bible says pride goes before fall. That's the sin of pride. And that's what they want. You know, that's why we have gay pride. So they, they are, you know, everybody's marching and saying, hey, listen, this is what we are about. This is what we want to do. And am I, am I, are we seeing this? Now it's filtering down into our movies. It's filtering down into 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 music, but we're, we're talking about today what's happening in, in the movie world. So I'm going to leave it alone at that. All right. And this is, this is going beyond uh, the movie world. Um, now we're, this is another clip from an, uh, a video game. It's called Mortal Kombat. This game came out, uh, the original came out back in the 80s. And it, it's, it's basically a violent fighting video game, you know, Dark, blood, you know, game. bones everywhere. You get to dismember people all over the place. But it was interesting when the Mortal Kombat X came out, that's number 10, they had to patch the game. Now, if you if you know about computer software, like if you get Windows, you're not really getting a complete system. They're always going to have to patch it and patch it and patch it. So when, it's the same thing now with video games. When they find something wrong with it, after you've spent your 60 bucks, they send out a patch. So because we, the players, report back to the gaming company or, or whoever's over the server, and they, you know, try to fix it for us. So anyway, Mortal Kombat came out with a patch. And this, they have cutscenes in the game where it basically helps the story to go along. So here's a clip from Mortal Kombat X. Right. Go to the Wuxi Academy. Join the Shaolin. 
guy that's not really coming out and say, look, I'm homosexual, but it's it's there. And the thing is, fans have picked up on the subtle exchange and took the game took to the game forums and and um social media to discuss the, the, the basically the interpretation of the scene. And the cinematic director of the game went on Twitter to confirm the theory. He said um he's lauded the fans for being observant and effectively informing all Mortal Kombat players that King Lao, Lao's what bow wielding bow wielding cousin is homosexual. So you know it's, it's it's even though they hit it, it was still blatant enough for kids or teens or adults to pick up on it. No, let me let me let me uh, just say this. You go to one of those gaming stores here, one very popular across the United States. Your son or your daughter says, "Hey, mom, dad, can I get, can I get this or can I get that?" And you say, "Yeah, sure." You whip out your eighty bucks, that sixty, eighty bucks, and you go and you purchase this game, and you take it into your home, and your child is in your home being indoctrinated and being taught something else that you probably won't even have the opportunity to see or will never even know. This is how far-reaching the ad- the agenda is that has come in and crept into people's homes that they don't even know. I remember <laughs> I played a game last year, and it was uh, like an adventure game, a post-apocalyptic game, and it, it done, there was nothing like that in it. But when the the the, the second version came out, it was like it was able to buy, download it on PC. You 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 don't have to go um, get the disc or anything like that. But it turns out that the female, uh, let's just call her hero, in the game had another friend that was female. And it turns out now that they're a homosexual couple. And we're talking about, they're not like grown adults and they're like, like young kids. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Turn with me to Second Peter 2, verses 10 to 15. 2 Peter 2, Verses 10 to 15. And we start, and it says, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of defilement and despise dominion, daring self-will, they um, tremble not to rail against deities, whereas angels Though greater in might and power, bring not a railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these are creatures without ransom, born mere animals to be taken and destroyed, railing in matters whereof they are ignorant, shall in their destroying surely be destroyed, suffering wrong as higher of wrongdoing, men that count it pleasure. I'm just I'm just so amazed. 
I'm just so amazed at the way these people have gone in and done the things that they have done. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. I, I, I'm sorry. Let me, let me just continue. They count it pleasure to revile in the day, time, spots, and blemishes, um, reveling in their deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, enticing on steadfast souls, having a heart, exercising covetousness, children of cursing, forsaking the right way they want they went astray, having followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved to hire um hire for wrongdoing. Wow. Listen, people, this is just sickening and sad that we have gone this far and doing all these things and people are taking this garbage into their homes and years later they have a, a child that's coming out saying, hey, wait, I'm a little different. I'm, I'm a little different. And you're like, what's going on? What are you talking about? Oh, you know, these seeds have been planted in those video games that you brought for me. These seeds have been planted to the movies that you have taken me to. These seeds have been planted for the last 10 years. So now, you know, I can come out. I can do this. And there's a lot of parents giving their, their children free reign to watch whatever they want on cable. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it personally. Uh, when, you know, there's a, there's a young lady I know, she watches Game of Thrones. And if you know about Game of Thrones, it has a lot of pornography in it. I mean, the, the, child, the child was only like 14, 15 years old watching this stuff. And it has all type of paganism and everything in it, you know? So, I mean, what, what do we do? You have to guard your home. Yeah. Guard your kids. Definitely. Guard your kids and, and what, they're, what they're taking in. Because you can't expect because the movie says it's going to be PG or PG-13, it's going to be perfectly okay. So you can roll by the movie theater and drop your, your children off and um, and they can watch a movie. Or you can say, hey, because um, I, I don't know, there's a rating system on video games now. Yeah. M for mature. Right, um, M is for mature. Right. And most of the, guys, the, the kids are playing mature games. Exactly. Their parents are buying it for them. They're buying it for them because it seems like it's, hey, it, it it doesn't have a, it might have a little storyline, but it's not that um, it doesn't go that deep. They're only using it to shoot at somebody or whatever. But no, it's actually wrong. It goes way deeper, and they're planting seeds in your kids' hearts and minds. And before you know it, you have lost them. And there's also another game called Mass Effect Mass Effect Three, where you play. It's a sci-fi game where you go out into space and it's like a you go on bounty hunt missions and stuff like that, and you rescue the galaxy. So anyway, there's a scene in Mass Effect 3 where you get to sleep with somebody. But now, instead of, you know, fornicating with a woman, you have the choice to fornicate with a man as a man or fornicate with a woman. So these, these uh, you know, people that are playing the game, whether young or old, are being forced to, to choose here like, like both sides are right. So it, it's really getting... I, and I didn't even play the game. I just heard about it and <laughs> and it got a real good um, breakdown on it. Wow, wow! I think you know what? Because we're we're looking at.
Uh, sorry about that. More te- technical difficulties this week. Always when we hit the the interesting, um, <laughs> you know, subjects, we get knocked off air or something strange, right? So here we go. You said transhumanism is um, putting a human consciousness into into what? Into a hologram or a robot or what they call an avatar or clone. They want to take our consciousness, they call it consciousness, we call it a soul, and, and place it into something else, um, something artificial, okay? So they want to get this done by, by 2045. It, it, the, the movement is called transhumanism. You, you have to, like, get that one and, like, lock it down so because... This thing is coming out. It's it's not it's not a new idea. It's been in movies, been in games, comic books, and everything. It's just now it has a label. It has a foundation, and the spiritual arm of transhumanism happens to be Mormonism. Okay, and if you know that would be another breakdown. Mormonism is very sci-fi-ish and everything like that. So that'll be another show. So. The year, like I said before, is 2045. You can go to 2045.com and you can see all the things that these people are up to. They're not joking about it. Their technological advances are very serious. So we're going to look at a few things um, that have to do with transhumanism. And the first thing I want to show you, I was, I was going to do this one, but I'm going to, I'm going to play an audio clip for you first since we're, we were on the topic of video games. And this is from the new video game coming out called Black Ops 3. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. And we, I know we talk about Call of Duty a lot, but I didn't expect this trailer to be like this. So I'm going to play the audio from the trailer. Um, after the show, you can go look up the trailer. You can see the visuals. It'll, it'll give you an even better idea of what's going on. Here we go. Today, we celebrate the first draft of the Human Book of Life. It's been called the Age of Wearable Technology. Amazing things happen when we merge technology with our bodies. We will set the technological foundation for an enhanced human experience, and we will end disability. How does that sound? (laughs) It sounds good. In our pursuit of progress, if we undermine the morals that define us, what good is our beloved progress then? The court declared discrimination against modified persons unconstitutional. A historic day in sports as the IBA becomes the first league to allow modified athletes to compete. There she is, the fastest human in history. After all the debate, all the controversy, victory. Scientists announced they created the first networked brain to brain connection. You can now literally share your thoughts with someone else. Biotech market skyrockets as DNA upgrades and organ replacements become the new luxury. You look at me and you see only what you want to see. You know what I see? Everything. The 2055 retinal implant from Court Optic. Massive blast set by Onyx Firm Co. 
Investments Corporation sought worldwide protest. We can no longer stand in silence as these scientists play God. This is not about technology. This is about right and wrong. You think the retinal chips that you buy at the mall are high-tech? Our military is light years ahead of that. The things that we use to heal ourselves, they are using to literally turn humans into weapons. The notion that the United States sponsors some sort of super soldier program is not just untrue, it's patently absurd. Next question. Neural control. Voluntary limb replacement. This is happening. The only question that remains... How far will we allow it to go? Alright, so there you have it. Now, as you can see, this trailer, it, it, it basically covers a lot of issues. Um, you know, the, the political side of it, what the moral side of it, the implications of, you know, when you you, you lost a leg, you know, can can replace the leg with something bionic to hurt you. An arm, whatever it is, and I give you give you give you an upgrade, an upgrade to your human uh, abilities. You can run faster. You can become the best athlete. These are the ideas that that, that are being thrown at people. And 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 truthfully, truth to be known, I don't know how this connects with the video game at all. So I'm not going to talk on the game because it's not even out yet. This is the first, uh, actually the second or third trailer for the game, and they had a reveal today, but I didn't I didn't watch it or anything like that. So. Um, I'm just talking about this trailer right here because it's very important that you, you get a grasp that it, this stuff this stuff is in the movies already. It, it's it was already in video games, but this particular game right here it, it's been coming in slowly because the Call of Duty wasn't really touching on a lot of future advancements, which are really modern, to tell you the truth. So in the in the trailer you're going to see that they go from now all the way up to like 2065. Now remember that. 2045 is the year they say they're going to complete it. In fact, they've pushed back their timetable. Or pushed up, I should say. Pushed up their timetable. Moved it up. So yeah. It's going to be a lot quicker. You know, um, let, me, let me say something. Well, one second. I'm sorry. We have a caller calling. Um, we are not going to accept any calls until later on in the show. Thank you. Okay. Go ahead. No, uh, I, I just wanted to say when you're looking at uh, dealing with singularity, like um, 2045, um, and we're looking at transhumanism and and all the things that they're hoping to enhance um, in in the human genome, so to speak. Um, Why? Why why do you want to make gods? Why is that? And I'm saying gods, little g, little g, because we cannot be like God, Elohim. We are not like him. We'll never be like him. He says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. He is high. He is He's lofty. He's beyond us. He's beyond our reason. And yet still, men, instead of coming to know who Jesus Christ is, they say, hey, hey, no, no, no. That, we don't want that. We want to we wanna have eternal life. That's what this is all about to me. Well, that's definitely what it's all about because these guys, if you look up uh, the, the real, not somebody reporting on transhumanism, documentaries about transhumanism, you'll see these guys say that they are going to become gods. That's their plan. And in fact, some of them tell us if you don't get out the way, 
you will get slaughtered. It's just it's just that real. So this is a big, big, big movement. I can't state it enough in the scientific community. Um, so we're going to go on to this article here. Oh, sorry. You have some? Yes, before we go on, um, something comes to mind. And, you know, you're talking about transhumanism. It's not just happening in one country, but it's going across the world. Oh, yes. There are countries across the world that are saying, hey, yes, yes, I would like to have that. I would like to have to live on in 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 a avatar or in a in a modified body. I would like to have all my thoughts captured and then um, translate them to a, a computer. I would love that. And I want to just read a passage of scripture, Psalms two. Why do the nations rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves. And the rulers take counsel together against Jehovah, against God, and against his anointed thing. Let us break their bond, the bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens will laugh. He will laugh at their derision. God is laughing because there is no way you're going to be able to do the things that God is going to do. God is going to he said in his word, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. So here we, we're going to go on to digital tattoos could let you control devices with your mind. So this goes along with the same transhumanism movement. Um, it says here, scientists had, scientists had, sorry, new scientists has a report of a team at the University of Illinois at Urbana, Urbana, um, sorry, champ, champ, campaign, champagne has created a flexible electronic skin that conforms to the body and can monitor the brain's elect, electrical activity. The tiny EEG can monitor, bra <clears throat> sorry, monitor brain activity for up to two weeks before falling off. So it's really more of a temporary tattoo than a permanent one. That's what the article says, but. I, it, this is obviously in the preliminary stages. So you'll be able to do a lot of things when this thing is perfected. You wow. can probably, you know, um, communicate with somebody, you know, two miles away, across the country, across the world. The, the, the brain initiative is, is what Obama put in place uh, last year, and they're, try, they're, they're trying to map the brain to see what 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 they can come up with, you know. So this is a like I said a, a very strong movement, um, and it's not that you know like these people that that created this chip, they probably just did it to uh you know see if they could do it. Who knows? We don't know that what what connection they have with anybody. This is just what's happening, but eventually it's going to all come together to one thing. Wow, wow. I that one is that one the. Uh, uh, sort of uh, a little shocking to me there. That's that's. <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody else knowing my thoughts. And God has given me a brain and a, a mouth to be able to express myself, and um, uh, two ears so I could listen twice as much as I speak. So I think where we're at is, is where I'm at is quite good compared to what um, is going on here. Indeed. Now we have a movie that 
came out this week called Ex Machina. It's basically about a, a genius that it, he runs a, a big search engine company that controls 94 or something like that percent of the, of the, the Internet search engine um, ads and all that stuff. Reminds you of a company that we all might know. So this genius, he, he, he takes a guy and he got out of his company to come and basically do a test on something that the, the guy doesn't even know about. He makes him sign a non-disclosure agreement. Turns out that it's an artificial intelligent uh, robot or android, if you want to call it that. And a lot of deception goes on in the movie between the kid and the, 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 the boss and the android. So anyway, it, 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 you know... There, there's a lot of things in this movie that but really isn't, <laughs> isn't that transhuman? Yeah, wow. yeah. And and in fact, while I'm watching this movie, and and the robot is is interacting with this guy, and and I'm seeing how how the brain for the robot is a collective from the internet. All of the information stored on the internet is in this robot's brain. So I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds like the singularity. And about ten, fifteen minutes later, the, the boss says, "This, you know, we're, the next, the next upgrade to her will be the singularity." Mm -hmm. Can you explain to people like what this singularity is? I am, I, <laughs> I am lost. I'm lost. <laughs> no, but from what I understand, singularity is the coming together of the, um, and I could be wrong, coming together of the. Uh, the technology which is in computers and fusing that with the humans human human genome, putting them together to form a singularity. And a singularity would be a god. And this robot becomes self aware. It is it's already self aware. So as the guy is asking the the robot very intelligent questions, the robot starts playing games with him like it's human. Like okay, you said that. Well, I'm going to switch this around on you, and when you answer the same question you said, ask me. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have all the dialogue written down here because I, I saw it last night, and it was just amazing what they're putting in the in, in this movie. And even there's even a part where the creator of the robots, you see them, you see him going back into his archive of video footage of the last robots that he created. Some of them are smashed up, beat up. The one that has black skin, his head is cut off, and I'm like, that's so symbolic. <laughs> and, and and then the one that he has as a helper that everybody in the theater thought was human already knew it was an android. He has sex with the robot. And he even tells the, 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 the young man that came in to do the test, said that, hey, it, it has the functionality to do that. If you want to do it, you know, it's there. But, you know... What I'm looking at here also is how men have, again, taken, moved away from what's natural to what's unnatural and trying to make it natural. Amazing. And amazing. You know, that's one. Two is that um, interacting with something that man has created and making it seem like it's real or like it's 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 human, it's impossible. God said in, in Genesis that you know what? It became before man became a living soul, he breathed into man and it became
became a living soul. That's the, that's the only way that the spirit of the living God is was put into us. And that's why he says we became a living soul. And that's that's when that's why when we die, we can be no more. It's finished. That's it. It's appointed unto man once. Man lives, and then after that, he dies, and then there is judgment. Yes, and it's just amen to that. <laughs> this this movie, I mean, even they're already saying that the singularity will happen. Or if you've seen Terminator, and you know what Skynet did, that's going to happen. We need to be careful with artificial intelligence. The top scientists are saying this. And in the movie, I don't, you, know, you know, I don't like giving away spoilers to movies, but it just has to be said. This, the, the turning on man happened in the movie. And the ending of the movie is just like, it, it, this movie was like a, a metaphor. It's, it's, almost, it's almost like the kid was Adam and the female robot was Eve. And they were looking for a way out of the box that they were trapped in. And finally, the female leaves. And no one knew that she wasn't human. Wow. That's where we. That that's where things are. I mean, this is. It was just crazy, but whatever. You know, I've seen movies like this before, but this was the realest it ever got. Wow. So robots have emotions. Robots have feelings. And not just robots have have, <laughs> have, have, have feelings, emotion, and they're putting it like, hey. And it was all a game to the robot. The young man fell for it. It's like she gotta like me. She 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 gotta want to escape with me. Turns around, she didn't even care about him, of course, because she doesn't have no real feelings. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna move on. <laughs> and the next um, audio we're gonna play is from Batman versus Superman. Now the reason I'm playing this audio is because I've been saying for a long time that Man of Steel was a big. Um, a big commercial for the Antichrist. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I haven't done my breakdown yet. I haven't been able to prove my point yet, but the, the whole symbolism of it, the, the, the messianic figure, he comes from a secret place, Krypton, and all these other things. The, the, he came to, to, to Earth with the DNA of an entire race in his blood. He came to mate with a human. Sounds like Genesis 6 to me. So he 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 came to mate with a human, and the, the the offsprings of this mating would actually take over the whole world and destroy the human race. That that that's, I'm not making that up. That's in the movie. Okay. Well, so here's the trailer. So this wow. trailer, but it's 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 a bad thing that I can't give you visuals of the trailer because part of it I'll explain after I play the clip. All right, here we go. Is it really surprising that the most powerful man in the world should be a figure of controversy? We, as a population on this planet, have been looking for a savior. We're talking about a alien whose very existence they are not telling us the truth. challenges our own sense of priority in the universe. Human beings have a horrible track record of Tragedy. following people with great power. power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Chaos. Maybe he's just a guy trying to do the right no, thing. We know better now, don't we? Devils don't come from hell beneath us. They brought their warrior. No, they come from the sky. 
because the world has been so caught up with what he can do that no one has asked what he should do. That's how it starts. So that's 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 where I want to end it right there. So this begin the whole beginning part is about <clears throat> Superman, and it seems like he's become a, a figurehead, the uh, idol that people worship. And the part where it, in the middle of the trailer it flashes on his, his his chest and it says "False God," and people are bowing down to this this figure, this this superhero, this Superman, this Ubermensch. I explained it last week. That's a, a word that, that um, Nietzsche came up with, um, or, or I said put to, put together because he believed in evolution. And Hitler also used that. And, and Hitler got the idea from Nietzsche. So Hitler wanted to make the Superman super or the super soldier, the, the, the perfect race, blonde hair, blue eyed, and that's why he won the he, he, um they they destroyed a lot of Jewish people and black people and Christians just to get rid of them so that they could keep make way for the super race. And so the people that made um sorry Superman they they were into some things and but they they made him a messianic figure for a reason. I mean there's even Superman comics where Superman is thrown uh, throwing a cross away, saying we don't need this anymore. I mean but a lot of people haven't read that book because. Back then, a lot of people weren't reading comic books. There's more people reading comic books now than ever before. So, um, in the next scene, you, you you see you see basically some soldiers um, bowing down to Superman. So all of this I'm saying is in the the, the trailer, you know. So uh, I cut out the part where they introduce Batman because it's not relevant to what I'm, I'm saying right now. But I guess Batman is going to be the person to go after this guy that's a stranger to our planet. Blah blah blah. So anyway. You know, if you hear what they say, demons or monsters, what he said, demon, demons don't come from, devils don't come from hell, they come from the sky above. Mm. I mean, it's it's very interesting that Satan is the prince of the air, you know, I mean, you know, and... <laughs> so uh, also they're saying when Jesus Christ returns, he's not going to be a, 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 a king that's coming? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Um, shocking that... These things are coming out. People need to get into the Word of God and start reading. This is just appalling to me. <laughs> well, yes, very and disturbing. It's, so we're kind of in the realm of movies again, and we have a person named Jay Leto. He's coming out in a movie called Suicide Squad, and Suicide Squad is basically from comic books, but it's a a team of heroes made up from villains. Like Deadshot, Deadshot, he could shoot anywhere and he's going to hit the target. Uh, you have uh, a couple of other ones, but the, he's coming out, he's playing the Joker. And we we know what happened to the last person that played the Joker. All right, this is what's going on. The last person that played the Joker, he was into method acting. And he even got advice from um, the last person that played the Joker. And he, told, he, he warned him, it, it, it's, it's dangerous territory. And it, you know this this person died basically going crazy, hearing voices and all type of things. So now this guy, Jared Leto, he's into um, I want I, the, the the easiest way for me to say it is witchcraft. He has the symbols on his arms. You you see him at his rock concerts with the symbol on his arms, and you know you could you could check out pictures of that. Just look it up on on the internet somewhere. 
But he in wow. this picture that he's coming out with, he looks like Marilyn Manson, really. You you can search this online. It's, it, 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 they just revealed it this week. So we're talking about current events here. This just happened. So he's, everybody was wondering what he's going to look like. So now he's revealed it, and he looks basically scary. Now, the reason why he looks like how he looks like, though, is there was another, there was a comic book that came out a while back called The Killing Joke. And it's where Joker comes and he did some horrible things. So they're basically mimicking that persona of the Joker to put in this movie. Now, remember, this is a movie about villains, villains being the hero. And it's not going to be the only, I know about other ones coming out, but I'm not going to talk about them yet. But there are more movies coming out like this. And we even had a couple movies that came out. Um, what's the one with the little yellow creatures? Well, wasn't that Megamind? That Megamind was one. That was one. That was the first one for me that I, I, I saw. And I said, but wait, look at this movie. The evil guy wins. That's unheard of. Yeah, How the, does that work? The evil, evil guy becomes a hero. And he doesn't change necessarily being evil. He's just helping out the cause, but he's still himself. Uh, that was Mega Mind. What was the wow. other one with the um the little creatures? Somebody text me. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the little creatures, the um, oh, with, the, with, the, with the guy, the father that's the villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. With one eye, the one with the one eye. Right, right. Oh, I need to say the name. Uh, Despicable Me. Despicable Me. The evil guy wins. Yeah. So and it's it's, it's conditioning the, the the mind that evil is okay and evil evil will win. But the Lord says, ah. That's not what's going to happen. Exactly. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, so, you know, now, now we, you know, just to, you know, be on a, on a little subtle note, we know that these things, you know, they're, they're, evil is all over in the movies. And it's good in the movies, too. You know, we don't want to, you know, paint everything with this dark brush. But it's it's just about the darkness that's coming in once again, you know, and, and it's being per, pushed on to, you know, the youth. Because these things are aimed at the youth. Nobody can, you know, really say they're not because who read more comic books than anybody? The youth. Yeah. You know, I mean, we That's yes, true. yes, we have grown men that, you know, you know, read comics and all that stuff, but mostly the youth. And these grown men have all the knowledge and they pass it down. So it's just, go ahead. Do you have something to say? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm still just reeling <laughs> over, over these pictures that I'm looking at. It's just. It's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, and this is going to be your hero. Your kid's hero is going to look like satanic Marilyn Manson. I mean, that's what he looks like. I mean, it's just, it's just odd, odd, very odd. So, And everybody's excited, excited about it, by the way. So anyway, we're going to go on to the promotion of the occult. Okay, I want to, um, before you go on, we're talking about uh, transhumanism. We're talking about... A lot of these things that are that are in movies, and I was reading um, Daniel, Daniel two, um, forty three. We were talking, of, we were reading about this this weekend, and I just wanted to share something with with everyone. And he was, this was the uh, the interpretation of the dream that Daniel had for King Nebuchadnezzar. So he went down and he showed the different kingdoms as they were. And as he's going down the kingdoms, he goes on to the last kingdom, right? And he says, verse 42, and as the toes, as, and as the toes of the feet were part iron and part clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. 
And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And there it is. They're turning, making good evil and evil good. I mean, you know, it's a lot of darkness coming out in, in TV shows now, too. They, they have a, a show called I, I Zombie, in which the zombie is the star of the show. Wow. The hero. The, the, I haven't even watched it yet, but I've seen all the commercials. Wow. You know, yeah. One of the reasons also why I read that uh, that passage mm. in the book of Daniel uh-huh. was that, you know, the last kingdom that we looked at was, mm. it showed the feet. Uh, the toes of part iron and part clay, and it says they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Who are these shall mingle themselves with the seed of men? This is what some men have been trying to do. We talked about before the super soldier. We talked about it. When you look at um, at um, Superman, these are supposed to be fallen angels. Is that what they're trying to promote? I think so. That's what mm-hmm. I see in most of the movies. Yeah. We look in most of the movies that we see today, uh, most of these characters, there is something that's going on with the DNA. In Hulk, he's um, in the movie Hulk. He's he's basically his, his genome has been changed. Mm-hmm. Transhumanism. Spider Man, the same thing. Who, who else? You, can you we... have Guardians of the Galaxy, where the the kid that that gets kidnapped from Earth, it turns out that he's not even human. He's half human, half whatever. And of course, his father came from the sky. So it's, it's it's all going back to Genesis 6 again. I mean, yeah, we have people that disagree on this, that angels came down and had, you know, uh, they made it with, with, with human women and had offspring. But I, I look at what the Bible says, and I believe it as it says. I'm not going to go into yeah. another theory or two, that's you know? What it says. That, that's what, what it says. And, I, you know, like I said, I was reading this in Daniel, and I'm like, whoa, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Whoa. And who, who are them? Right. If <laughs> they're not men, who are them? Then you're looking, and if you go back in the, in the Bible, in Genesis, he says, God formed us out of the clay of the ground. So you know human beings are clay. What, what's iron? Mm. Very um, interesting. We'll, we'll talk on that. <laughs> so, you know, we have Maleficent that came out. I know this is a current news, but the the, 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 the demon in there, the, 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 the hero, she is a figure of Satan, just in a female form. And I know for sure that there are people out there that believe Satan is a female. So if you read, look at the movie and look at the the, the um the um what do you call that? My mind is just all over the place right now. <laughs> the, sub, the, su- the subliminal parts of the messages in the movie, you will see that Maleficent is Satan. There is no doubt about it. Wow. So we're we're gonna go now into the promotion of the occult. They have a a bear coming out, or it's already out actually. It's called a Colto bear. It's a tequila bear. And the, it says here, the te- the, te- the, te- the, te- the te- oh my goodness, my, my tongue is all tied up. Somebody's got, got to be laughing at me somewhere. The tequila-flavored occulto will have a label printed directly on a clear bottle, similar to Corona. The name occulto is etched into a white skull that recalled Recall the style of Mexican Day of the Dead. Right there, you already know what's up. The name occult, sorry, uh, sorry, Day of the Dead art. The logo turns fluorescent, and the as and and the skulls' empty eyes glow green when the bottle is cold. Occulto means hidden 
in Spanish. And each bottle will reportedly have a secret message. Details of the launch date and marketing campaign will be announced next year. So occult, we, we talk about the occult. We have this word occulto. It's called, it, the meaning is hidden, and that's the same meaning of occult or secret. So it's a secret knowledge, the hidden knowledge where you have, you know, witchcraft rites. They're not supposed to tell you what they do. In Satanism, they're not supposed to come out and tell you what they do. In Masonry, they're not supposed to tell you what it's the all a in, secret. It's all a secret. <laughs> so we we explained last week what Illuminati was and all this stuff, and it's, it's, it's all the same thing. It's just a repackaging of the same thing. But you know what? The, the funny thing about it is that um, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he said it's finished. It is finished. It's, finished. it's a finished work. And not only that, why am I saying that? I'm saying that he said also in his word that, you know what? Because he died and he rose, you know what? We have been redeemed. We've been bought back. And he says, hey, you know what? You know, we are grafted in into what all the things that God has in store for us. So that also means that there's nothing that's hidden, nothing that's secret. You know, who the sun set free is free. All right, we're back. Another more technical technical difficulties here. So what we're we talking about now. So here we are, knocked off again. And so we're talking about the bear, and it's a promotion of the occult. So I mean, it's just weird. What? It's not the, weird. The, the eyes glow it's green. You know. It's not weird. It's just satanic in nature. That's the agenda that. It's out there. That's what we're talking about tonight. That's the agenda. And somebody asked me the, the other day, like, why are all these things happening? Why is, is it so stupid? Is This is stupid and that is stupid. I said, look, nothing that is demonic is going to make sense. Nothing, the beer coming out with glowing eyes saying occult on it. I mean, really? So it doesn't make sense because we know that the normal populace is going to look at this, or are they going to look at it strange? Are they going to look at it as something satanic? We have kids walking around with skulls all over their shirts. Saw one today. We have them. We have skulls all over the sneakers, all over the uh, the headphones. The other thing is that <laughs> you know. The other thing is that you know um, when I was much younger and you were going into a place that had radiation, um, it was you would see the skull and the crossbones that would say, "Hey, danger!" Now, what's dangerous and could kill you? People are now wearing and saying, "Hey, that's fashion." Exactly. And here's another uh, thing we we. They, they they have these new um, tattoos that everybody are wearing. Not everybody. I'm sorry. It's it's coming into fashion. Basically, eyeball tattoos where you can color your eyes black, totally black or red or whatever color you choose. You basically look like a walking spirit, zombie, zombie spirit, demon, whatever you want to call it. And but you know you know you, before you even go on, what makes these things popular is. These things are what people are seeing on the TV yeah. when they watch each show. They watch the, the character that's dark with the darkened eyes. Uh-huh. And now I'm surprised to see that people are having tattoos. And, and the funny thing is, when I, when I looked at the article, everybody that had these strange uh, eye... And it's permanent, people. It's permanent. Everybody that had these eye tattoos were all tattooed up. It's like they're already, you know... Dedicated itself to whatever tattoo, you know, deity or whatever they they're claiming to be a part of. Anyway, 
And it, even one of the girl's photos, she looked just like one of the what we call ETs or extraterrestrials, uh, aliens that, that, with the black yeah. eyes. And she, yeah. she, she, I mean, we know they're demons. <laughs> so she looked just like one of these things. And it was just amazing to see that people are doing this and leaving it permanent. What is the spiritual state? What wow. is the spiritual state? So we're going to take a break right now and play a song. But we just want you to think about it. And, um, you know, just really see, see, the, see the state of decay, the state of decay that, that, that our world is going through. These things that are just a, a little blip on the radar are going to become so popular in this end times before Jesus comes. So, you know, before you even go, let, let, let's, let's look over at some of the things that we talked about. We talked about transhumanism. Mm -hmm. We talked about the gay agenda that's in, in movies. TV. We talked about yeah. in TV, on TV shows, in video games. Mm -hmm. We looked at all of these things, and we are seeing that, you know what? Hey, parents, mothers, fathers, single mother, single father, listen. This is critical. This has to deal with your, your soul of your child. We have to be filters. Sorry, we are not the filters. The word of God is the filters, and we only follow what the, the, the Lord is saying. And listen, people, the word of God says when Christ came, light came into the world, but the darkness could not understand it. You know, and we are men. We are, we are um, born in sin and shaped in iniquity, and we don't even like light. But God came in with this marvelous light and took us out of that darkness into his marvelous light and showed us his love. And these things that we see that's going on, these the movies, the videos, the comic books, the comic books, all these things, these are what we have to get out of our homes, get out of our lives, and start living the way God intended for us to live and do what he has called us to do. Amen. Oh! 
I'm a purchase of God. I am a born of the Spirit. I've been washed in His blood. This is beautiful song by Patrice Brown. So we have a caller that we'd like to take right now. Hello, caller. Good evening, brother. How are you doing? How are you doing? What's your name? Hello? Hello? Yep, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, you're, you're, you're breaking up a little bit, but go ahead and speak. Okay, how about, how about now? 
Is it better now? Yeah. 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 Well, state okay. your name, please. Yeah, my name is Mike. I'm calling from Minnesota. All right. And what, what would you like to say? And speak up a little bit more, please. Okay. Now, I was uh, I was just saying how, I, and and I appreciate the guys how you guys are pointing out some of the issues uh, in our community you know, that the media is doing and things to try to influence people to follow you know the Satan and all the the darkness in our world. But I think we have to get to the root of the problem, which is secular humanism, which is a philosophy yes. that has infiltrated all of our society and our culture. And what secular humanism teaches, for those who don't know, is it basically teaches that men are actually good on the inside, that they only do negative things because of outside factors like their environment, their upbringing, their culture. And so men are just need to be educated or have the correct ideology to behave the right way, which is this is the basis for things like communism and things like that. But the Bible, as we know, tells us something completely opposite to that. The Bible says it's the opposite. The Bible says that corruption and evil in the world comes directly out of the hearts of men. And Jesus said it's from the hearts of men come evil speaking, hatred, greed, murder, envy, all types of manner of evil come from within men. And so what we have in our culture today is people are thinking that they're just good people who made mistakes. They don't, And they see this idea of God as being this mean person who's sending these otherwise good people to hell. You know, if you do any type of public evangelism, especially on campuses, you'll hear people come to you and say things like, well, if I only did this one thing, like lied or did this, and I did the rest of my life I was good, is God really going to send me to hell just for lying? You hear these kind of statements over and over again because as a, in our country we've, we've not dealt with the root of the problem, which is this mindset. And yes. in the church, the church itself has continued it. And the, the way the church has continued it is with the doctrine of original sin, which is not a biblical doctrine. People would have to understand this. this is a doctrine created by Augustine, and it was also perpetuated by Martin Luther and John Calvin. This is not a biblical concept. The doctrine of original sin teaches that you inherited your sin nature from Adam and Eve, which is complete nonsense. In fact, Ezekiel 18 I tell everyone, read Ezekiel chapter 18, the entire chapter. God, in detail, basically dismisses the concept of original sin and that we have a sin nature. God completely rejects that. And even by logical sense, if God sent people to hell for for a sin nature that they inherited, that they couldn't help but to have, that would be the greatest form of injustice in the history of time. But the Bible says no. You're going to hell because you you had your free will and you chose to live wrong. That's why the Bible tells us that there was righteous people before even Christ came. In fact, Luke chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, tells us that the parents of John the Baptist were both righteous and blameless before the Lord. And we can go several people like this in Scripture. So the reason scripture. God says... You, you have other people like, throughout Scripture. But the, the, the most important thing is that, hey, because Christ died, we have been redeemed. Because Christ died, because there was one Adam, the first Adam, and by him, what happened? By him, what happened? All men become sinners after him. This is why the seed of Jesus Christ could not have come from a man. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Correct? 
Hello? They all Hello? have sinned at some point. That that verse that verse is is oftenly misused by Christians to justify currently how you live. For example, that that says all have sinned ed past tense. And if we go to Ezekiel chapter eighteen, God talks about how if a man is wicked for let's say whatever portion of his life, but then if that man repents and turns away from his wickedness, the Bible says that God will not longer hold his wickedness to him, but will consider him righteous. Until he repents. So, what, when I talk about people being blameless before God, it's it's not saying that they never sinned. That's that's only Jesus. Only Jesus is the only person who's ever walked the earth that never sinned at any point in their life. What that's talking about yeah. is uh, a state of righteousness, or to be blameless before God is to have repented of whatever it is that you know that you're doing. And the Holy Spirit will show you. That's what the Holy Spirit primarily does: is show you what things in your life you need to stop doing. And once you do that, and James, uh, the book of James says, sin is someone who knows to do good but does not do it. So whatever your knowledge is that you have, if you know to the best of your ability to keep that and have a clear conscience before God and man, then you're blameless before God. It's not talking about your past record is blameless. That's, that's, there's no human on earth that's ever done that. But God in Ezekiel says that if a man repents, all of his wickedness that was that he has done will never be will not be accounted to him completely. It's dismissed, and that's what the whole sacrifice of Jesus was was to atone for past sins. But Absolutely. with that comes a requirement on the individual to then follow God. In Romans it says, now that you've been grafted in, or actually says in Romans, uh, consider the goodness and the severity of God, severity to those who fell but goodness to you as long as you continue in his goodness, otherwise you yourself will be cut off. Now, these verses are very rarely taught in American churches. You see it more commonly in Africa, Middle East, and Asia. But in America, they because the secular humanist philosophy has pervaded our culture, the church itself has adopted this. And so many Christians today think, oh, yeah, I can. they justify whatever sinful living they have and think, well, yeah, the Bible says we're all sinners. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say anything like that. No, it says that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a guaranteed statement Absolutely. in 1 Corinthians. And we need to okay. start telling people this. And the second part we have to start doing as Christians is we have to start arming ourselves with the defense of the truth. What I mean by that, what's the major issue in our culture today? Well, we have people well, coming forth saying, saying that there's no well, evidence for the existence of God. So as Christians... Well, so many Christians don't know how to answer these questions. Absolutely. And I appreciate all the information and, and the, the, what you've shared with us. But remember, um, we have to move on and we have to move on and, and finish the show. I really enjoyed your, your comments. Please keep listening and uh, we'll talk again, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, so... Here we are. We're going to cover some more promotion of the occult. And right now, I found out about two weeks ago, something like that, where they're selling Ouija boards for kids. This is manufactured by Hasbro. If you don't know what a Ouija board is, it's basically an instrument to contact spirits. You 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 call on, on the spirit, and you it, it's supposed to take your hand to the letters so it could spell out what it's trying to say to you. 
And I've, I've known people that have played with these type of instruments, and they work, okay? It brings well, in evil say, spirits. I, I wouldn't say they work. It work, I, work for them to bring in an evil spirit. I, I wouldn't say they work. I would say that they, um, they are, they're dealing with something that they don't understand that the Bible talks about that we should stay away from. Exactly. You know, um, but this is promoted of, to kids, young kids. Yes. Uh, back to the, the, the caller that we had, I just want to thank him for sharing his thoughts that he had and uh, the importance of living right in the sight of God. And that's what, we are, that's what we are here doing. I don't want for anyone to think that we are, we are um, rubber stamping or, or, or saying, hey, you can live any way you want to. No, God is calling us to a very high standard, living holy, being righteous. And like the brother said before, some of these things that we might be, we're talking about and we're sharing, it's not, you, you won't go to your church and find it. As a matter of fact, in, I remember um, in the last Superman movie that came out, the, the, um, the producer said, hey, you guys can teach about Superman in your church and use it as a, a part of, of your sermons. And I'm sitting there going, what? We don't need anything else. Because Jesus Christ said, it's a finished work. And I just wanted to share that because of the, what the caller said and, 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 and the things that, um, that we are talking about tonight. Promotion of the Antichrist, once again. But here we go. It's the Ouija board for kids. And wow. this is sold on Amazon, so you could go check it out. So one of the buyers on Amazon said this. I am not an expert in Ouija. I, I only know why I wouldn't let my kids or any children in my, in my care play with it. If the process involves asking questions of the dead or unseen spirit, then the mind and heart of a child should be protected and not led to believe that it's okay to play with it So, or left defenseless. She said more, but I, I just stopped there because it was very important to just see that people commented in those ways because, you know, people have an idea of what's going on. They, they've known people that have dealt with these things. They've read about it before or seen it in a movie. And they know to stay away from it. And now you're promoting this to kids. What? What are these? Oh my goodness! It's just crazy. But, but you know, here it is again. You know, the Lord has laid a passage of scripture in my heart, and He says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by Me. He's the only one that can save us." He's the only one that can save us. There is no other way. No other way. No other way. There is no reason for you to contact anything, look up anything. There is no. Get into the word of God. Learn his word for yourself. Not what anybody else says. You know, go and delve into the word of God. Read the word of God and let it become a part of who you are. Hide his word in your heart that you will not sin against him. Amen. I mean, the... You know, a lot of this is not yet talked about in churches. There are a few that are doing it, and they're doing a great job. But, you know, it it takes people like us and other people that are doing it to really come out and tell you the truth. Because, we, you know, we grew up listening, watching, you know, doing playing games, whatever, play, you know, comic books. And, and you know, I, I see a lot of this in, in the, uh, the, the entertainment just... And, you know, it's not only entertainment, of course. We talked about a couple other things. So... 
you know, when we come on, we're, we're not just talking about we pulled up a couple of ads or, you know, trailers and clips, and we've been, we've seen it. We've seen it, lived, lived it. it, you know, right. been ex- exposed to it. And the thing and, about it is that the most important thing is that is that God himself, only him, could have redeemed us, could have bought us back. That's the only reason why we're here. And the reason why we are here, we're trying to tell you, hey, guy, this is real. This is real. There's something out there that wants your soul. And Jesus Christ is saying, hey, listen, I came for this reason. I paid the price for this reason. I laid down for this reason. I took off everything that I had, all, everything, all my godliness. I came down in the form of a man and died that you can be redeemed. And also, just to... And, you know, I know a lot of people own iPhones, and some people know how to work it well. Some people don't. And there's this thing called emojis that you could add to your iPhone. Some, you know, <laughs> put it like this. An update came the other other day. All right, all right. We're back on air again. Got knocked off. So, an uh, update came from the uh, for the iPhone the other day. And if you know your iPhone well, you know you can go into your emojis when you're sending a message. So, after the update, I didn't really check on anything. I didn't even know what came with the update. But I was sending a message to a friend, and I noticed some new emojis that were in there. And I was like, what's this? And it turns out that... And, we talked about the homosexual agenda in the beginning of the show, but I forgot to cover this, but here we go. It's basically, they have now emojis with a male and a male parent above a child, or a female and a female parent above a child. And they also have other ones where it's um, uh, the same-sex couples with hearts above them. And Come on. A lot of kids use this, people. A lot of kids use this. So it's like there. It comes with the update. It comes there, there with the an update. Agenda. There's an agenda. It's like there's no way for you to stop this from coming in unless you delete all the emojis. Wow. Do your children have iPhones that you don't know that it got an update and and this stuff is in there? You need to check. You need to know. It's a good thing I didn't pass this one up tonight. Because when I saw it, the other day, I was like, "This is just ridiculous. This is they're just forcing it in, shoehorning it into every aspect of society. It's just crazy." Wow. Well, you got anything to say about that? No, no, I don't. I don't uh, use those. Uh, those I don't use any of those. So they can update me all they want. Sorry, I don't use them. And I'm sorry. But, but the, the 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 point I think, or the importance here, is that. Um, again, we're looking and we're seeing all these little things that are coming or are being, being actually put into your home. You know, here's a funny thing that you, you might want to say or you want to look at. You know, when we're in our homes at nighttime, we say, hey, small time, guys or girls, whatever, whoever is in your home, you say, hey, time to go to bed. You close your doors, lock your windows, whatever, and you're done. But now, as you can see, 
you have to make sure you know what's coming into your house, what's being piped into your home, coming through your TV, what's coming through your computer, what's coming in your children's iPhone. All of these things, it is a plethora of stuff that's coming at you, of garbage that's coming at you. And we have to be vigil. We have to be watchmen for our homes, watchmen for our families, so we don't, we're not deceived. Amen. I mean, we have these save the date and graphics and weddings and stuff coming out with the same the same agenda to it. What's that? Say that again. Mail and mail on wedding, uh, and wedding invites day. that oh. you can see, like for templates and things like that. It's, it's, that's starting to come in now too. And it's, you know, at one time I was looking up a uh, for like a flyer design for uh, I think it was for something like has to do with church. So anyway, Google it. Oh, sorry, I did it in the search engine and. The pictures came up, a whole bunch of church flyers, and there were these pastors on the church flyer that was being distributed, hugging and looking like they want to kiss. Pastors. It's just, it's really, it's all over the place, people. So, and, and remember, this is a small major, minority in the whole U.S. It's not that many. It's like 3%. But anyway, we're going to move on to the next topic, and that's basically the world of drugs. So, there, you know, there are a lot of drugs out there. I can go on and on and on about them. So, you'd have to, you, you wonder sometimes, why would you, do they need to make new drugs? Why? Why do they need to make something higher than cocaine or, you know, marijuana laced with whatever or heroin, you know, or ecstasy? What, why do they have to make things better? I remember that the Bible says that this will be a big problem in the end times. So, we have this new drug, not not new, it didn't come out last week, but it's called Flocka, or $5 Insanity. The new drug basically causes horrific side effects. Um, it, says, it says here, a new deadly drug called Flocka, a.k.a. $5 Insanity, is heavily circulating on the streets of Florida, and also authorities are especially concerned because it is one of the most dangerous new street drugs they have ever seen. An April 8th report from My Fox Detroit states, Flocka is scientifically known as Alpha, I'm sorry, I'm going to try to pronounce this word as best as I can, Pyrolidi, no, I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, it's a chemical related to al alkaloid cathinone, and it is similar to bath salt. So this drug is basically, what it does is it'll give you feelings of homicide or suicidal thoughts or make you want to do crazy, ridiculous things. And that includes jumping off a building. But it's about getting a high off of it, okay? And a lot, it's a good amount of people have died from it. Roy, you want to say anything about that? Well, you know, uh, I don't even want to talk about the, the new drugs. They that's not the that's not the the, the thing that uh, that gets me the most. The, the thing that I look at, if you want to see, is that we um, sent soldiers a few years ago to Afghanistan, and they were to wipe out, um, I guess these insurgents or whatever. But if they came across a poppy field, they were not allowed to burn it 
or do anything. And if they were if they caught on fire, they had to pay um, restitution to the owners of these fields. Where is this stuff going? Right here. It comes right here. Mm. It comes right into this country. And these are what this is what that I'm, I'm a, this is what I look at and I see. So yes, you have things like Flocka that hits the street. These new um, new drugs that are, um, are enhanced or made um, in a lab mm-hmm. and that are are coming in and ruining ruining people's minds. I think the other day or a couple years ago in Miami uh, or in Miami Beach, there was a guy eating a guy's face because he was on high, he was on bath salt. He was high on, and now we are having another one. Um, mm-hmm. Seriously, people. And here's the thing: these things, most of them, are sold at convenience stores. Mm-hmm. And here it is. According to the Administration for Drug Control of the United States, the use of $5 insanity has increased by 780% in cases reported. This drug is imported from China, Pakistan, and India. Although some, some say Flocka has been around since, the early 2000, since early, as early as 2010, there had not been any reported cases that year. But it was in 2012 that 85 cases of consumption were introduced, and in 2014, the figures were alarming, with 670 cases. What makes Flocka popularity among users is that it is a stimulant that can be cut or mixed with other drugs commonly known, commonly used, such as cocaine, heroin, or methamphetamines. This drug was r- responsible for the deaths of 126 people in 2013, only in the state of Florida. In 2015, it has been responsible for a series of bizarre headlines around uh, uh, around South Florida. Flocka is very dangerous. You can become homicidal and suicidal, said Dr. Sean. So it's similar to meth, angel dust, and high levels of cocaine. Wow. So uh, the reason I brought that up is not to really uh, dwell on, on, um, on drugs for too long. It's really to... to to show you that there's always something new. It's always something new that 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 people get into. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, the Bible says this is going to be a problem. Well, yes, in the last days, this is definitely going to be a problem. And you can see this in Revelation nine, um, verse twenty one. And it's um, in Revelation you use the words sorceries. Sorceries also. Um, um, is similar or is used as as drugs enhancing pharmacia pharmacia is it, that, that's what is used neither repented they of their murderers nor their sorcerers nor their fornication nor their thefts so you know um now more than ever um people are using like you said these drugs um, or some people are using those drugs. But you say, well, it's, I don't use that, or this is not what we use. But here's the other thing. Hold on. For the first time in our country in the, in the last couple of years, we have legalized more drugs in a lot of um, states. Uh, I think there was a guy in um, the state of uh, Washington mm-hmm. that he, he left his job, and he wanted to be the first in line to buy marijuana and he was fired from his job and then he was rehired listen folks this is so serious this is really serious that we 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 live in a world now where 
a lot of drugs are not legalized. Well, you say, well, um, like I said before, I don't use that. I just drink you know, a little alcohol. I might drink one or two beers or this. And, you know, man, all I can tell you, I was... I was somewhere this weekend, and... You're somewhere I, this weekend? I, I went somewhere this weekend. All right. And all I can tell you is that I saw people drinking from the sun rose till the, way into the wee hours of the morning. And what I'm saying is we are a nation that we have lost all that. Everybody is just seeking their own pleasure. Everybody is seeking their own pleasure. And a lot of things have become normalized. Now, the funny thing is I, I hardly really watch um, news on, on cable like CNN or stuff like that I, 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 every once in a while. So uh, there's a reason I'm saying this. I'm going to play this clip right here, and then I'm going to talk about something else afterwards. Here we go. All right. How is it going here? Yeah. Sorry. The, the, the clip is taking a little while to come up. So uh, as I was saying earlier on, I said that the place where I went, I was amazed to see people drinking till they couldn't even, they could not even stand. So, and so and this is the nation that we, we have. You want members to tie four twenty one dollars and twenty cents. You say cannabis is listed as the church's sacrament and its doctrine. Uh, Tuba and I, I hear your laughter, but let, let me just be serious for a minute. I mean, to the to the meat of this, you're creative, sir. Why do you want to establish this church? Because there's a need for a new religion. People are burned out on the old doctrine. They offer guilt. They offer sin. Uh, come on, uh, we offer no judgment whatsoever. We're based on love, compassion, and health. Good things for us, you know, healthy things, happy things. Uh, there's no heavy doctrine. There's 12 pathways to life. There's no 10 commandments. Uh, we're not commanding you to do anything. We're suggesting to you this is a good pathway of life, and millions of millions of millions of us out here smoke religiously. We have faith in one plant, and okay. with that faith, we've started a church. I, I imagine there are many subscribers of that uh, faith, Bill Levin, but Jeff Tubin, let's be serious for a minute, because, listen, uh, I know that you can't smoke pot either uh, recreationally or, or, you know, medically in the state of Indiana. That is illegal. So how might this work? How might this be attached with this new law in Indiana? Well, you know, His Holiness, the stoner, well, hold on. Uh, you're on your uh, the uh, you know the stoner pope may be onto something here. I mean, this is what's so crazy about this it is that the whole controversy about religion and government started with the Native American religion that is called peyote, right? Right. So the the and and the whole reason, original reason behind the federal uh, religious freedom restoration act was to make sure that they were not prosecuted. There we go. So this man is is basically starting a church that smokes marijuana. Just just think about that for the application. It's just ridiculous the things that are going on. It, it it's it's not even shocking anymore. It's just like why? You know? I mean, 
I I heard of a church that, that all they do there is 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 singing and drink beer. Yeah. Who is uh, their god? But you know, the, the, remember uh, we read earlier on that these men they don't want to to follow the things that that God has has said. They want to be wise in their own eyes. They have turned away from what's right and gone over to what they think is right. And this is what's going on. And so, like like I, like I said before, I, I hardly watch any CNN and Fox and stuff like that. And when I turned on CNN the other day, all I saw was these these marijuana programs, people talking about how much money they're making from uh, legalized marijuana, 40 grand in a day and all these other things, you know? And I think you have shows now that are showing, uh, there's a show on TV that shows a family that owns one of these uh, these stores and they're doing, it's very lucrative. But my question is, how many lives are ruined because of of you being, um, for you to be wealthy? That's that's what um, is, is shocking to me, that people are willing to do this and they don't care about anyone's lives or the families that are, are going to be ruined. Amen. I mean, these, these things... You're gonna you're gonna watch a progression in this country if we don't turn around. A just serious, and you think it's going fast now? If it keeps going like this in every field, you won't recognize America in five years. You will not recognize it. And, and if and there, listen. If my people were called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, then you would. Um, I would heal the land. People are not wanting to humble themselves. People don't want to pray. People don't want to seek out God. Like the man said in the last clip that we played, hey, he started his own church. The biggest thing for him, I don't want the Ten Commandments. He doesn't want the Ten Commandments. He wants, they, everybody wants to do what's right in their own eyes. You know, It just brings me back to a, a time in, um, in the Old Testament where, where the children of Israel, every man did what was right in their own eyes. No one was following God. And it led to their destruction. No one was following after the Lord. Following after the Lord. And these people, they, they basically want love, peace, and do what we want. Back to the old law of Satan. You know? Do what thou wilt. It, it, it's getting to a place where I, I, I know people that don't even want to let their kids outside. And, and some of them aren't even Christians. So... Just imagine the, the, the state that we're in. This is the state of decay. This is the moral decline. This is where we're at. Where we're at. And, the, and there's many, many other things to talk about. But we prepared this program just to give you a screener of, of just different aspects of, of of the thing that some of these are just, just brand new. Brand new. You know? And we, we, we can have a few more minutes left, but we don't want to um, overlook what happened in, in South America. This week, the earthquake, the, volcan the volcanic eruption that happened, um, and the people that lost their lives. We just want to help, you know, ask you to pray for these people, uh, the ones that survived, right. you know, the survivors, the survivors you, you for not the for the dead, no, the, the survivors and their families. <clears throat> and hopefully, this this is this is a wake up call for the, the unsaved over there too, you know, okay. and you know that people down there that that are Christians will actually open their mouth and, and preach the word. And not only that, but, you know, when we started the program, we were saying, hey, for us all, what what time, what's going on in the world? And we can look because 
prophecies were written hundreds of years ago. Um, disastrous earthquakes in diverse places, which is in Genesis, I'm sorry, Revelation 6, verse 12, 11, Revelation 11, 13, 16, 18. Um, people, are you seeing what's going on? Are you seeing about the, the earthquake the other day? These people, um, it was, I think it was right in midday, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right in midday, that was it. Earthquakes in diverse places. Oh, you know, this volcano. And today, nothing is happening. Nothing happens around the world today without being, it being caught on, on, on um, a camera or a TV that people are able to see. And within minutes, it's around the world. And and Bible said knowledge would increase. And we've increased in a way where people like us, we can broadcast to you without... Uh, you know, a, a million dollar license, you know, and, and it's just incredible that in, in the chaos of, of huge technology, we're able to still give the word of God. And, and while we have this time in these, in these, these, these last days, these times of um, turmoil and confusion, uncertainty, those of us out there with a voice need to, we need to use our voice and, and tell people, discuss the topic, meet people where they are, and, 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 and give them the gospel. And be relevant. You know, um, like Chris is saying, being, being relevant. You know, yes, you, you, you might not have to, or you, you do not have to come on air and share a program like this. But wherever it is that you are, you can engage someone and share with them the word of God. God has put you over wherever it is. You know, it could be one person that you're sharing with. You could meet someone in a McDonald's, wherever it is, or in a, in a restaurant, wherever it is that God has placed you. That's what he has is, is, is placed you there for, to do what he has called you to do. And that's it. You know, um, there, there's so much more that we could go on and share with you. And I will. I'm going to share with you some more passages of Scripture. And, you know, there's a saying I heard the other day. Is if you were put in court... To, and 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 basically being convicted of being a, a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you if you were on trial? How many souls have you reached out to? How many people in your family have, have you you know given the gospel to or, or ministered to your friends? You know, I know we we pray for years and years, but do we actually talk to them? Have we seek forgiveness for things that we've done to them? You know, we 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 act like. That, that every day is going to be the same, but the evidence is showing you that it's not. Time is passing, and we and we, we must use the voice that we have. God has given us a voice. You got saved, you got a voice. You have a testimony. You need to share it with people. You know, you were talking about um, a lot of shows uh, today. You talked about um, some video games. One of the shows that got me was uh, these Doomday Preppers. This is a current Oh, movie. yeah. They had a convention this this week past. I think it was in Utah. And, you know, men are now building caves to live in. And um, what's amazing to me is that the Bible even talks about this. And I'm just going to go over some of these things. But um, men to hide in caves, Isaiah 2 19 to 21, Revelation 6, 15 to 17, how these men are, this is what they're doing, and they're 
hiding in caves. And they've actually made a show called Doomsday Preppers. And they show you what people are doing. Amazing. And we talked about the disastrous earthquakes that are um, were happening. And if you go and, and do your research on the Internet, you'll see there, there are more earthquakes now than ever around the world. Um, fearful heavenly signs and disturbances in the, in the heavenly. That, that's happening. Universal, well, it talks about tidal waves and ocean disasters. And we could go on and talk about the fish kills, how many fish have died. We could go on and, and talk about the tidal waves. We could go on and do so many other things. But the most important thing is that, listen, Christ is coming again. He's coming. And this time he's not coming as a babe. He's coming as a lion. A righteous judge. And he's coming back. And we have to be ready. People, time is short. Time is of the essence. And we need to get into a word and start learning about who this Jesus is for ourselves and not listening to what other people are saying. This is critical. This is crucial. These things that we are telling, they are more important than anything else that we have. If you don't know Christ, I just want to tell you that God loves you and Jesus Christ is the only way. We'll see you next week. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just...